I don't believe there's such thing as work-life balance, you know, so people can hate me. It's just my experience. Um, I have a different philosophy. I think life's like a teeter-totter. Uh, you only have 100%. You have, like, if your battery is full at 100, you only have battery to give to whatever you're focused on, right? So if today I give, if I have, like, if you want to do something unbelievable and outstanding, I'm saying like you want to be world-class at something, there's no way you can divide it into 10 different chunks and give every single chunk 10% of that battery. Cause if you do, then how much are you really giving to that area of your life? You're giving it 10%. So how can you say that you've accomplished your potential by giving it a 10% commitment? And so I'm just a big believer that, I don't think if you're truly inspired to do what you love and you're truly inspired to go out and become all you can be, so to speak, then I don't believe there's any, I don't think there's any priorities that are ever in conflict. Um, What a lot of people try to do is they try to use work-life balance, in my opinion, as an excuse to not go for their potential, right? So let me give you an example. Um, And and this is, I just want the context to be in spirit. I'm not saying other areas of your life aren't important. I'm just saying there's different times in your life that, you know, if you want to be world-class at something or you want to, now you got to understand, I'm telling you an extreme, right? The comfort, the play it safe is, you know, let's just, let's do this for two hours and let's do this for two hours. But you take a look at Michael Jordan or Kobe Bryant. And if you just think about being a great basketball player, world-class basketball player, all Kobe Bryant did was focus on basketball. He could not have been where he was obsessed with it. He would stay like, if you listen to his eulogy, he was, he was texting Michael Jordan at two or three in the morning because he was thinking about moves, right? Like he was obsessed with it. And he was obsessed with this whole notion of like, how can I be the best that I can be? And then he knew that he had the potential and he wasn't going to allow, allow anyone to outwork him or outlast him or outsmart him. Um, but you don't get to that level without going over and above and beyond. Now, that doesn't mean if there was if there was a sickness in his family, he wouldn't stop what he was doing and go to that. Does this make sense to you guys? I mean, like, so like when people say, well, well fam- no, family is important. But like the reality of it is, if you have a child sitting next to you, I would say, what is your number one goal with your child? See, a lot of people use a child as a projection or an excuse for their own insecurities, Right. Um, but the reality of it is, what is our goal as parents as child with our children? The reality of it is our actual outcome with children should be to build them up so they can fend for themselves. But we're such a codependent world and society. Parents want to raise their kids to be dependent on them so they're, they're, they, they stay attached. Does that make sense? Like, it's nothing wrong with wanting your son or daughter with you everywhere and over time. But the reality is if something happens to you, are you setting them up to where they can they can survive in any environment in the world because of the mindset, because of the example you set, because of the fortitude, because of the tenaciousness, because of the because it's not what you accomplish. It's the fact that you're actually going for it, that you're 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 giving your kids a model because life isn't going to be easy for them, right? And and they need to see that it's not easy for you either, but you're making it happen. And so a lot of us, we just don't want to put in the extra time that it takes to do more, become more, achieve more. So uh, we can all accomplish it all. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying it's not going to be a pain in the ass. I'm not going to say it's going to be not going to be stressful. That's part of the whole, um, you know, being comfortable, being uncomfortable. But I will say this, 
I will say this though, like it'll be worth it. And, you know, um, and there's a million excuses why not to, but I mean, you know, if someone wants to be a world-class fitness person, like, look, whoever lost the 160 pounds, let me just tell you what consumed their life. They put everything that they had into losing that, that weight. I'm, I promise you they couldn't have done it without that. Right. But it doesn't mean that is the example they're setting for their kids and their grandkids. Right. Like that is success. That's massive success. If they want to make money, they just apply the same principles, right? And so, so for me, it's it's um, it's whatever you're inspired to take action on in your life the most, and then priorities are never in conflict. Like you know, there's nothing that's going to distract me from the goals that that I want to achieve. Um, I shouldn't say that. There's a lot of things that distract me. So, but I'm saying this is the this is my model of what I'm building muscle into, right? And the reason I say that is I get distracted all the time. This thing distracts me so much, it's crazy. Kids distract me, there's no doubt. Like you saw my little man here, right? But he's seeing me do this. I'd rather be upstairs right now tucking him in. That's my commitment to him, but you know what? He sees me doing this and to me that matters more because he knows I love him. I don't have to spend 15 hours a day with him for him to know that I love him. And so, um, my point being is that, you know, we, we get distracted. Focus is such a, a uh, miss, missing art today because today we have so much noise around us. We become distracted over 2.1 hours of every single day off of our goals, right? That's a statistic. It's a recent research. Um, but here's the crazy thing about that. It takes someone 20 minutes to get back on focus to what they became distracted with before. So I'm saying just know the priorities in your life. Priorities are never in conflict. Uh, I mean, and I'm never going to judge someone's priorities. Your priorities are your priorities and my priorities are my priorities. You know, one of my priorities is, is helping my kids fend for themselves and being able to leave them something behind. When I say that, I'm not just talking money. That's part of it, but it's more than that. Right. So that inspires me to do more, you know, to take on more, to carry more weight, um, you know, it, it's, uh, it, but it's a, it's a tricky conversation if the, you, because if you say that to too many people, they'll look at you and they're like, well, that's not how I want to live. But, you know, don't judge other people because it's the context in which that's just meant is that <clears throat> don't be scared to give something your all, because that's the only way you're going to see how far you can take something and how far and how great you can become. And there's going to be some things in your life when you focus on becoming great at anything that they're going to sink a little bit. And But guess what? It's okay. It's 100% okay because you can always circle back around and pick that ball back up. See, I would much rather have someone spending 27 plates and drop five than just, than just keeping four plates just nice and neat, but never but living in mediocrity. Does that make sense? Like I'd much rather someone be spending 27 plates, seven of them, seven of them crash, but they still have a couple dozen plates up there, right? Or a dozen plates versus the person that's holding six plates up there, just nice and easy, but they, they never, they're never pushing themselves. They're never, you know, they're never getting anywhere. Like, have you all ever like heard the whole term rat race? You see people that like buy into this, this whole thing is like work life balance. They're, they're the ones that say, get out of this rat race because everything's mediocre in their life. It doesn't mean that they have a better relationship with their kids. They don't. 
They, you see, you all do understand that, right? Like your relationship with your kid has nothing to, I think time is very, very important. Don't misunderstand me, but there's a lot of other elements that are important too. And, and I think one of them is, you know, is um, for, for a lot of people, we lose our personal ID. You know, as we grow older, we, our self image of ourselves shifts and changes. And so I would just always keep that in the front of your mind is like, do something for you. It's okay to do something for you. If you don't take care of you, how can you model that others should take care of themselves as well, right? How can you inspire that behavior? So, so um, you know, the cool thing is that you're everyone's strong enough. Like, I mean, I, there's we can all pull stories. You can go Google stories of people working. I mean, my dad worked two jobs while he was putting himself through school, you know, came from nothing. Um, you know, I mean – priorities weren't in a conflict for him. Like, you know, that was his way of like, he, he was going to get out of where he want, was. He was going to sh- shift the course of his life so he could get back to his family. Um, that was kind of like my personal modeling. And so I think that, um, you know, but if someone wants to live that way, that's fine with me too. So just, but I just don't believe that there's such thing as work-life balance. Like um, there's some areas of your life that you are, that that are out of balance and that's to be expected, you know, and you, but our priorities are what drives us. And so just make sure that you know that whatever your goals are, it's aligned with your real value system and your real priorities. So they don't become in conflict, right? When it becomes in conflict, that's when it creates frustration within ourselves. And then we vent out. Um, so it's okay. I mean, I think, I think people need to hear that, hey, look, it's okay to drop the ball. It's okay to break a plate if you're pursuing it. Like, if you're going for it, it's okay to make mistakes. You know, like in basketball, I remember uh, a coach told me one time because, you know, I I was a playmaker, and um, he's like, I want you – you should have three or four turnovers every game, Brian, right now, because if you're not, you're not trying hard enough. But I would get 11 to 15 assists, right? Like – the point being, if I was playing conservative, I wasn't pushing myself to do more and be more. So anyway, none of us are perfect. So I just, I hope people understand that context and way it's meant. Cause a lot of times when people say that I see people's faces and they're like, you know, so.